Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension. A dimension of pressure. A dimension of coverage. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land. Two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man. Of help-side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. Matchup Zone on Blog Talk Radio here every Sunday evening, uh, live from Phone Pack Studios. I'm your host, Kevin Owens, joined as always by Mike Gould, talking sports, breaking down uh, some Philly sports, national sports, and uh, just nonsense for uh, the week, every week. Uh, yeah, so Eagles, Cowboys coming up in just a little bit. Obviously, if you're listening as the podcast, coming up a little bit ago, but we, uh, about seven o'clock here in the East, East coast Eagles, Cowboys, Sunday night football, big game. Uh, Mike, uh, do you find it in, as insane as I do that the Eagles sitting at nine and four, when we predicted, if, if we said, if you told me that the Eagles were going to be, we're going to be nine and four and we're still, we're still like, it's like you still need to win or win out to make the playoffs is that I mean that that to me is crazy that and then you look at the NFC South and you have like Atlanta who's five and eight I just it's it's absolutely insane how uh this this NFC playoff picture is is coming out yeah well before the season if you would have said well everyone thought the NFC East would just suck Uh um which half of it does and half of it doesn't so the Cowboys have been a lot better but yeah if you would have told anybody that sitting now at week 15 or whatever week we are, the Eagles are nine and four and still win tonight. Mm-hmm. And it's like imperative. Not, yeah. And may not make the playoffs. You just said, you're nuts. And that's because cr- I think everyone else at this time would have thought maybe the next best team would have six or seven wins. Exactly. At most nine and four. Uh, you have to win tonight, 10 and four, and you still have to win one versus the Redskins or giants to put you at 11 and five or 12 and four. Cause and the you know the Cowboys are right there, and then you have Detroit's right there. It's just the the even the wild card picture, it's 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 up for grabs. So it's it's a very tough uh, tough battle to to be fighting for the Eagles. And I I just wasn't expecting the stre- the and especially the diversity of the NFC when you have such strong teams, and then you have like crap in the South that you know are fighting for a playoff position, and that's just disgusting to to see such you know, disparity between the, the NFC North, uh, the NFC East, and then the NFC South, and the, or in the NFC West, and then the South. I mean, you have three divisions that are very good and talented, and then you have one that's just horrible, and unfortunately, they're going to get a playoff spot. Yeah. Well, watching this, well, Green Bay loses today to the Bills. That's um, unbelievable. The Bills' defense is great. Yeah, and, but... And, and the Green Bay is just not that good away from Lambeau. I mean, yeah. they, they put up... 
I think, 13 points today. They put up seven points against Detroit in Detroit. You know, obviously all four of their losses came away from Lambeau, but mm-hmm. they're, they're very beatable on the road, um, which makes me believe if they do get to the Super Bowl, they're beatable at the Super Bowl because it will not yeah. be Lambeau. That's true. Uh, I just the, – the Green Bay scares me. And the the biggest thing is you're, you're it doesn't really matter who's in the AFC. Right now we're, we're fighting for the Eagles to kind of get that, you know, to get there. I mean, and it's crazy how – here's my biggest thing. It's crazy how the expectations – Philadelphia fans, it's, I feel like they're like pregnant women. Like we're all like pregnant women. Like we can, we're, our, our emotions are like flutter so much. Week it's, to week. Yeah, it's such week to week. And there's not very few like sensible le- – I mean, I feel like you and I are pretty level-headed fans. <laughs> More so than others, but uh, when they lost to Seattle, I kind of said, you know, it's it would be a great win, but you, if they lose, it's okay. And if there's they, still a game ahead of where everyone yeah. thought they were going to be. Everyone when the schedule came out thought they were losing to Indianapolis, mm-hmm. and they beat them. So we're we're a game of where we we're a game up. But like the the, the I listen to sports talk radio in Philadelphia, and it's like you hear as soon as uh, I. I where the from Friday to or from Friday to Monday or Saturday to Monday, the what people were saying it's insane. Like people saying they're going to blow out Seattle by forty, and then you know they're marching right to the Super Bowl. Chip Kelly's a god. Mark Sanchez is uh, you know Nick Foles. If they they're, they're both the best quarterbacks ever, you know you have the best. Everything's just so they're the best best ever. In history, and then on Monday, like fire Chip Kelly. He doesn't know what he's doing. How do you make mistakes like this? Uh, Sanchez sucks. Like the Eagles suck. They're going to miss the play. I'm like, what is wrong with people? I feel like honestly, it is. It's like dealing with when my wife was pregnant. That's what it was dealing with, because every second it was something new, and you're like, what in the world? Like, why are these crazy mood swings? Like, things can't change that much, but I feel like that's what Philadelphia fans have become, like pregnant women. Like, everyone relax and just, like, just, you're 9-4. and four. If you put, if you said in the beginning of the year we were going to be 9-4, and four, what was the expectation of this team? I think the, expert, the legitimate expectation, I think, was make the playoffs and win a playoff game. Win a playoff and game. And that's it. That's, that's the, it. That and was, anything else after that is gravy. Yeah, that, those were the expectations, and now everyone's going nuts saying uh, that, you know, they're not going to, they're, they're this, they're that. Listen, this is a good team. You're nine and four. You're doing it with a backup quarterback. Uh, it, it's tough. And listen, the the, if the I don't think there's going to be a quarterback controversy when Nick Foles does return. I think Nick Foles uh, will kind of take back that spot. He also, you know, had a he had a kind of tough run with it. He didn't really have his full offensive line. Uh, he was missing some pieces as the when the season started, and that's big. I mean, he had the best offensive line in football. That's a big deal. So for I think when you have Foles come back, I think he'll be a different player. I think you know you can you can see more of him. I just think Sanchez is he's a good player. I don't know if he's. Well, what do you do? What do you do with with Foles? Let's say Sanchez. Let's say the Eagles lose tonight, uh-huh. and then they beat the Skins and the Giants. Okay. And Foles is ready to go for the playoffs. If the Eagles make the playoffs, what do you do then? Uh, that's that's a tough one. I mean, with a playoff game, with one game, and that's what your goal for the season was to win that one game. I don't know. You have to. I feel like it's externally. You and I can sit there and debate all the all the pundits and everyone can sit there and debate. 
The only person who knows what's for real is Chip Kelly and like the, the people who are inside who watch practice and who know how people respond to both quarterbacks. Because if Sanchez has these guys believing, I would probably go and stick with Sanchez because he's, he has them thinking, he has them, uh, they're, they're comfortable with it. When you put a switch come first game of the playoffs, it's tough. But you have to go with who the, I mean, who the players are going to trust. Because that's the biggest thing. I mean, if if they trust, they're not really trusting Sanchez, and they think yeah. Foles is the guy. I would put Foles back in there if they're really in the Sanchez. That's that's who you go with. I mean, if the Eagles win out, you know, obviously, I think you have to go with you have you have to go with Sanchez. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you can't go to Foles if he wins out. But man, I I just really don't have much faith in Sanchez. Like he see tonight's game scares me because Sanchez. Romo can win the can win a game for you. Yeah, I don't know if Sanchez can. Sanchez can manage a game, but can he go out? Can Sanchez go out there? I know he's throwing for three hundred yards, but can he go out there and throw for three hundred fifty yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions? Like, I I don't know if he can just. I don't know if he has a precision to just dominate to just a game. dominate a game. And I I agree with that. Uh, when I looked at when I look, the only thing that's and I think I think. When you look at the comparison, I think Romo's kind of due for a big week. When they played him last time, he was he was banged up a little bit. Uh, but I don't know. I think that I just think that that Sanchez could, in front of Philadelphia, in front of the home crowd, Sunday night football, national audience, and you're playing the Cowboys. The Eagles are going to be fired up for that game, and I think particularly the Eagles' defense. So I don't know if Romo's going to have as big of a game. I think Sanchez just needs to be – he just can't – needs to not make mistakes. He needs, just needs, needs to be solid. And if he does that, I think the rest of the team can, can kind of overcome that and uh, just make the right pass, put it where it's – and that's what, that's what Foles does. I think, you know, that's what the main thing that I looked at with Nick, with Nick Foles is Nick Foles would just – he didn't really make mistakes. He just kind of threw the ball. He did this he, year. Yeah, he did this year. And, I, again, you know – you have to see him with the same team that Sanchez has been playing with the past, past few weeks. Lane Johnson back. Uh, you know, you got Evan Mathis back. It's it's a different it's a different ball game when you're when you have Kelsey or you know that entire yep. offensive line in front of you compared to a bunch of backups. So if Foles has time and he doesn't make mistakes, hey, you know that's 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 what you're looking for. So Sanchez just needs to not make mistakes tonight. If he doesn't, I think the defense will will take care of the Cowboys and. Uh, I think the I think this is a game that the Eagles are going to win. I wasn't so sure last week. I think this is the game that the Eagles are going to win. Yeah, I, I think they win too. I, I think the Eagles. When it comes down to it, I look at Chip Kelly versus Jason Garrett, and I just think that that's a mismatch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, and, and all this stuff with the Cowboys have ten days rest. They have a little more rest. The Eagles. They, yeah, that that they're in the shape and all this stuff that Chip Kelly does with the shakes and all that crap. Like I, I feel like they're they're gonna they're not going to be tired for this game. They'll, they'll be fine. I, that's that. That I mean, the only concern I have is when you play the Eagles that first time, and everything's going so fast. Yeah. It's it's tough to kind of keep up. And it is, but it's going to be tough again if you're not used to practicing practicing mm-hmm. against it. It's going to be going fast again tonight. Yeah, but I mean, get, having ten days as opposed to four, which they yep, did last yep. time, I think that's that's gonna might be a little difference. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's going to be a closer game. Uh, I don't think many people are expecting that, but I am. <laughs> So uh, you know, another big story uh, this week, and uh, Jimmy Rollins officially traded away from the Phillies. I know people. I mean, I, I think it's mutually. You know, you you look at it and you, you're happy 
to see him go to a contender, you're happy that you know you 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 get rid of that salary. You're happy that you also have uh, you know a, a position at shortstop where you can kind of test some of these younger guys who are really expected to be to blossom. You still have to you still have to tip your hat to Jimmy Rollins and everything he's done. And when you look at his stats, I mean it's absolutely absurd. Is he his, a Hall of Famer? He's a Hall of Famer. Yes, yeah, what, I don't think. So. When I looked at his stats, I mean he's better than Cal Ripken. Like when you. Oh, you Stop it! Are you, Are you kidding? Friggin' stop! Get get off it! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! No, 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 no! I don't care about the stats. Cal Ripken, Cal Ripken has three thousand eight hundred four hundred home runs. Some get off the set. Maisie, come in and take his mic. Wait, hold on, hold on. Cal Ripken has three thousand eight hundred four hundred home runs, and you're telling me his stats are better? Don't start cherry picking stats. Oh well, look, he's stolen bases. Yeah, Cal Ripken couldn't run. You're cherry picking stats. You're talking about home runs and home runs. Three thousand hits and four hundred home runs. That's all you need to know. Tell me he's better. You nuts. Oh, I'm out of here. Hold on, hold on. Let's go. Let's go. All right, two hundred fifteen home runs for a uh, for a leadoff man. Most hits and most hits. Twenty three hundred hits. Don't say most hits. Compare against Cal Ripken. I don't care about most hits in Philadelphia history. Philadelphia Phillies history. Uh. Nuts. Where we got? Where we got? Oh, cherry pick a stat. Stolen, stolen bases, four hundred fifty-three. Only caught stealing ninety-five times. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I don't have Cal Ripken's stats. Listen, when you when you, dude, listen, when you were watching Cal Ripken, you were watching a Hall of Famer. This guy's a borderline. And you know, I'm listening to some people say he's not getting in. Some people say he's getting in. You never heard someone say to Cal, we got Cal Ripken, he's not getting in. Listen, he's in. Listen, Jimmy Rollins. Jimmy Rollins is. Was was the best shortstop in Philadelphia Phillies history. That's fine, but but he's that's, also a, but, hall, but, I think he's a hall of famer. You're comparing him against Evande Jesus and Mariano Duncan and and Kevin Stocker. Okay, so, like okay, <laughs> I mean seriously. Okay, let's go through and look at in this in this era yes. that he's played in. Yes, is it a case? I see. I think it's a case of the tallest midget because there's. I mean, you have, you have probably the and you you can compare apples and oranges with this mm-hmm. one. You have the best shortstop who ever probably played. Who? Jeter. Who? Yeah, I mean, well, okay. I mean, he's, so, I don't know if he's the best, but he's one of the top. Yeah. So Jeter. that's the, that was the best uh, best shortstop in the AL. Jimmy yeah. Rollins was consistently the best shortstop in the National League for his entire career. I mean, he was, but who? But look, who who was he up against? Raphael Furcal. Like, look at the other guys. You mm-hmm. know, like Raphael Furcal, uh, Jose Reyes. Um, is this game over? I don't know. I was trying to figure out who that. I was trying to see who that was that was like um, flapping hands. Yeah, I mean, I, I to me, like when I watched Jimmy Rollins, I just never got the feeling that I was watching a Hall of Famer. When you watched, when you watched Derek Jeter, you know, and, and, and I'm I'm arguing my one buddy. He's like, "Whoa, he's not done yet." Well, dude, if you don't know whether a guy's a Hall of Famer 15 years in, and you just need him to compile some more stats to add, like, come on, you should know by now if a guy's a Hall of Famer. What are you looking at, Cal Ripken? Yeah, it's blowing your mind a little bit. No, no, no. Twenty home runs. 20 home runs? What the hell are you talking about 20 home runs? 20 home runs? 20 home runs of what? 600- oh, that's Billy Ripken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen. Cal Ripken's, Cal Ripken's a better player than Jimmy Rollins. Of course Rollins. he is. However, Jimmy Rollins needs to be – Jimmy Rollins is a – I don't think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but Jimmy Rollins is going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. And you talk about, you know, borderline. This guy also, for what he's done with, with Philadelphia and – it's it's similar to what Cal Ripken had done with with Baltimore. Think about Philadelphia before Jimmy Rollins got there, and you can talk about it all you want. Jimmy Rollins was the first guy. He came in, stepped in, said, "We're the team to beat. At, screw the Mets." Yeah, He's no, the guy no, who set yeah. the tone Dude, that this no team doubt. is going to win. He did that. He did that, and you go to the Phillies games. Obviously, it's dropped a little bit. 
But for the consecutive sellouts, the break records for consecutive sellouts, that was Jimmy Rollins. Listen, there's no doubt the guy's a great player. and He'll go down. He's probably the top three Philly of all time. But he's just not Hall of Famer. Like, he's a great player in the Philly organization. The best shortstop we've ever had. All that stuff. Most hits. But I just don't think he's a Hall of Fame player. And, and everyone's going to look at his stats and compare them to other guys like Ozzie Smith. Well, Ozzie Smith got in solely on defense. He's the only guy in the Hall of Fame that's in on defense. Fine. His numbers are not quite up to Barry Larkin. They're good. But are you comparing him to other shortstops, or are you comparing them to who else is on the ballot? Like, I feel like that's what matters. Mm-hmm. Who's he going up against on the ballot? Not other shortstops. I, I agree. Oh. Now, you talk, about, you talk about the glove, and that's another thing, uh, you know, with Ozzie Smith's number, offensive numbers are just hideous. Yeah, they're not good. They're not good, no. Now, you look at, you look at uh, Cal Ripken Jr. Two, uh, Cal Ripken Jr. has two, uh, two, two golden gloves. Look at, uh, let's look at Jimmy Rollins. One, two, three, four, four. I thought he had more than that. All right. Four Golden Gloves, but he's still a good fielder. Right, he's still a good fielder. But he only has, I think, four All-Star appearances. Yeah. Like, to me, like, I mean, if, if you're the best short, like, if you're the best shortstop in your error, yeah. shouldn't you have more All-Star appearances? Who was, yeah. No, no, we got a call. We got a call on line? Let's yeah, we got a call on line. Who the, the hell is calling in right now? Hey, you're on the Magic Zone. Hey, Craig, how are you doing? Mike, how are you? Hey. <laughs> Great show tonight, guys. Great show. Tom, how are you? Good to see you. We're, we're here. We're here. We're here. You, Kev, Kev, you might not know. No, we're, it's, we're it's, better to, it's better to hear me than see me. You should see my hair these days. Uh, real no, quick, yeah, no, great. Great show tonight, Doug. I mean, nothing like two guys reading stats out over a, a podcast. It's pretty good. <laughs> Tom, is Jimmy Rollins a Hall of Famer in your, in your esteemed eye? Yeah, like you say, do the eyeball test. There's no way he's a Hall of Famer. He's a very good uh, shortstop. The right. best choice I've ever had. Yes. That doesn't make that doesn't make it but, a Hall of Famer. But that's like right? saying, but that's like saying you're the tallest midget. I mean, you may be the exactly. best primo. You may be the best primo owner on South Street. Breast. Yeah, we, we don't talk about that now. Remember <laughs> that, Mike? I'm sorry, Craig. We don't talk about that. <laughs> All right, I feel what, like what I you... haven't talked to you guys for a long time. What, what's been going on? Anything good? Craig, you still wearing those skinny pants all the time? I am. I am still still rocking those skinny pants. Oh yeah. God. Still, uh, you know, I feel like I have skinny legs. I got to get the, uh, the 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 skinny the skinny legs. I mean, they they were in style at one point. I mean, they're doing that push it uh, that uh, salt and pepper song on the commercials now. Maybe I'll bring my skinny pants down too. Dude, thank God! Thank God! Seriously, thank God that like. Skinny skinny pants finally came back in for you, Kev. Like yeah. They brought, those, those pants they brought back it back. Style, yeah. Well, it's the, it's funny because you know, here's the thing. Like I I it's, I mean, it's uh, hard for me to find you're clothes. You're six fit. foot frigging ten yeah. wearing skinny jeans. But here's the what's like, wrong with you? Roll them up too. Here's the pe- fag. Here people are just like so. <laughs> it's the biggest issue I have. <laughs> the biggest little, issue I have. Little sinister, I love, little sinister laugh. Yeah. <laughs> I love the I love the like the the two six five eight guys sitting there talking about talking about like oh well why don't you wear like what everyone else wears I'm sorry like 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 it's difficult to like it's so, so you're, easy so you're to telling find. me you, you're telling me you can't go into a big and tall shop and just get a regular pair of uh, boot boot cut jeans that's what I have no you don't you have skinny like 
I don't, have, I don't like have your, skinny jeans. Your package is hanging out. I definitely don't have skinny jeans. I've never worn skinny jeans. I've like normal jeans. They're just like Tom. They're, Tom, what kind of jeans? They're do you just like close oh. fitted to. They're close fitted to my to my enormous thighs because I, I do a lot of squats. Enormous what? Well, I, I, I know a lot of girls that uh, dated Craig before he got married, and for understand, they don't make pants big enough to uh, hide his junk, you know what I mean? But no matter what size pants, it's going to be visible. <laughs> you know that I dated before. Yeah, who did he date? I mean, I saw... I mean, oh, wait, I'll figure it. I was thinking of somebody else. I, my fault. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you saw Kev right now. I mean, I mean, what are you wearing? I mean, you have a you have a, a four day old beard. You're, I do have a four day. You're wearing you're wearing some work I boots. Lo- lo- you look like a lumberjack. You couldn't play Dead in a Cowboy movie right now. <laughs> I love. If only we videotape these. If only we videotape these shows. It's like <laughs> I kettle on pot. You're black. Like <laughs> you hear Tom's diabolical laugh. <laughs> Mike well, looks like a, Mike, one, looks like a spokesperson that, for Under Armour. The, the one thing you know, one thing that's good about that, you know your wife truly loves you because she's not with you for your look, so you know it's love. Wait, is that me or, is you, that me or Craig? I think he's talking about for both. Craig, right? well, I applied to both, really. <laughs> Tom, like, how have, long you, is... have you considered, have you considered like, uh, going down there to um, you know, South Philly and getting there? Like, no, I guess I'm Craig. Took the opportunity to go down this evening and uh, make the team as a walk-on with the Switchers. <laughs> I mean, I think you can make this team now. Know what? Know what the worst thing is? Like when when <laughs> your post game when I was when I was playing, and that's the frustrating thing. When I'm playing, when I was playing, if they had a team this bad, like I look at those guys, and you, you had a lot of they're pulling up guys in the D League, and it's it's frustrating to kind of see like, wow, if this is my I'm, I worked out with the Sixers. I was working out against Reggie Evans and Elton Brand and Andre Iguodala. Like those guys were, yeah. they, they were. That was a real good team. Like right. they're making right. the playoffs. I wasn't working out against like, uh, I don't even know half the roster. I wasn't working out against like Sims and like some of these guys. I'd be like, this is, it's frustrating to kind of you, you know. There's always an well, error. Well, well, but also, I, I, I dude, at, I'll tell you right now, you may be better than Nerlens Noel right now. <laughs> He's so bad. He is well. He's horrible. I saw him throw up a hook shot, and it looked like you, you ever see like just a Your rush. Hook? You ever see a rush seventh grader just like take the ball and just like oh shit and just throw it. Up? I saw an NBA. I couldn't believe an NBA player did that. Like he turned and he shot it. It hit like the backboard. It hit nothing else. I was like, I couldn't believe that that was. Well, that Tom, was a legitimate shot that he that he took. Do you know Tom was a I, I like when they I like when they say he has a tremendous upside. Yes, if he yeah. caught the ball and put it in the hoop, yeah, that's an upside for him. Wow, <laughs> he, he did better than I thought he would do. <laughs> really, really <laughs> bad. Okay, would you say what would you say the week the like they probably would take a shot on you, but they saw you taking some free throws and I mean let's be honest, <laughs> you shoot free throws like like the ball has Ebola virus all over it. That's how you shoot. I don't even know what that means. Am I just trying to get rid of it quickly? I don't know what that means, but it's damn funny. That's damn funny. Uh, so wait a second. So I, don't think, I don't think your tens of fans and listeners know that uh, what great athletes you two are. I mean, I, a lot of people don't realize you guys had some mad skills back in your day. Well, Tom, I mean, and a lot of our seven, all seven of our listeners don't know that Tom was a standout high school quarterback in North Catholic. This is true. I dug out some uh, games back when you guys were younger, and I got on some VHS tapes, 
Right. You, know, you remember that? Can you guys because they didn't have that, you know, technology we had today. Yep. Yep. And I, I went in my garage and dug out a VCR and everything, and I put some tapes in of, of Craig's games. <laughs> How did that work? It was, well, at first I thought the VCR was stuck on pause, <laughs> like watching you go up and down the floor. But it turns out it was working. It turns out it was your fast-forwarding. That was the fast-forward button. And like, and, and like, don't you talk. On the rare occasion you actually pass the ball, by the time the ball left your fingertips, you were already calling for it back all the time. <laughs> I'm open, I'm open, I'm open, I'm open. Oh my God. <laughs> Tom, Tom what, what do you think about this year's Sixers team? Like, how many games do you think they're going to win? Two. <laughs> they had they had three. <laughs> they yeah, had eight. Doesn't it seem like Detroit and a couple other teams wanted to try to outdo them? Yeah, it's 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 disgusting what the, the NBA. Yeah, yeah. yeah but you, but you know what, David, who, who's the who's the commissioner? Adam Silver. Uh, yeah, him too. Adam Silver. <laughs> Adam Silver is screwed if if this winds up working. He is because then everyone's going to do it, and they're just like doesn't he has to he have to step in and do something like they're devaluing the product. But well, it's not going to work. We all know it's not going to work. What do you mean it's not going to work? Well, they got no one's Noel. They're going to get somebody just like him. Another guy should have been number one pick. They're going to have a team full of guys that have potential, and that's it. And that's the thing. That's the scary thing that I that I look at. I you, how how can you judge you the, when you go through the draft and you draft like people? We talked to uh, what's his name from Derek Bodner from Liberty Bars, and he's like, you have to go through the draft. All good teams go through the draft. Yeah, that's but yeah, but true, you have to get some veterans to, too. You have to like mix it up. I mean, they're, they're all they're doing is going through the draft. You, no team has really been successful with just. Completely going through the draft, never. I mean, besides the Spurs, and you people keep on looking at the Spurs and be like, "Oh, well, they went through the draft and they got Ginobili and they got Parker. That's great. That's like an anomaly." I mean, you you got Tim Duncan, who was the best. So you got you got the best, and uh, you got a lot of good role players at great positions. But they're stockpiling like first picks and things like yeah, that yeah, and yeah. just tanking to be to get number one picks. Okafer and beat you you have no idea what these guys can do and, and that's the that's the scary thing is and I, I also don't like the whole red shirting thing. Like what the hell, what are you talking about? The, like Joel and Bede, they're like, you know, oh, your, yeah, your yeah. foot hurt you're not playing this year. They did the same thing with Noel last year. So now you lose a year and now he has to go through and he has to get himself better this year so and it's, it's like it's going to take him another year to get out like yeah. yeah it's another year and now you're just slowing down the whole process now you do it with Embiid like it, it's just I don't see this and who cares about the Sixers Tom yeah, and, and, and that European guy and that European guy they're basically double yeah, red shirt now Sarich and Euro triple, triple triple red triple red shirt yeah and Euro really? Johnson it's, it's all kinds wild. of stuff on it. Tom you sound like you had a rough night last night you sound a little tired did you get enough sleep last night well we had our Christmas party and it was, you know you know how they go I mean, I know how good I know how good ones I know how, like popular ones go. How did yours go? <laughs> well, I was, it was like most of my Christmas parties. I sat in the corner by myself and uh, watched uh, watched old uh, VHS. I watched watch, watch porn. I tell just you, like you're, I tell just you, like you're at home. The one game, the one game, like you took so many shots, you were shooting like two for twenty-two. You kept throwing them up there. I, I remember that game. Alan Alan Iverson actually put his bottle of vodka down. He was embarrassed for it. I remember that game. I remember that game. What are you doing yourself these days? I mean, I, 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 Craig, I got to tell you, I call him sometimes, and the kid, he's watching the kids. 
the frustration in his voice, the temper that he's losing, it's hilarious. So you're not you're not but the best baby. Go over there. Don't touch that. Go over there. What did I tell you? Put that back. It's hilarious. Kev, it is so hard. Like my one buddy is a stay-at-home dad. Uh huh. And he said it's the hardest thing he's ever done. Uh huh. It's like when you have two kids, it's hard because, like, my six-month-old is trying to sleep. My three-and-a-half-month-old is trying to keep her awake. Yeah. You know, like, or three-and-a-half-year-old. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just... And the, and the 38-year-old wants to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure... Like, did you, ever hear a comedian, did you ever hear a comedian laugh at his own joke? <laughs> I mean, dude, what the hell's wrong with you? I mean, hey, 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 hey. I never heard a guy laugh at his own joke. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Yeah, well, so, I know no, what, what I, your, I saw the crackies 2014. No one was like you, Jesus Christ, what a train wreck that was. Uh, Tom, what do you what do you feel about tonight's Eagles game? Uh, I like the Eagles to win again. I do. I guess I'm not in the minority there, but I, I, I see no reason why not. I mean, I hope they lose for your sake. Thanks, why? <laughs> well, we got we got we got some good money riding on it. Um, th- yeah, Tom, we have a little your, wage, we have a little wager on it. How's your jeep and how's your jeep running, Tom? These days, uh, Craig, I, I bought a lemon quick, of a jeep, a, quick, new, a brand quick, new quick, jeep, quick, Cherokee. Quick, 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 yeah. quick, quick. Oh, and it's six week period of time. It ran for about five days. <laughs> oh my god, it was so great. He would call me, and I'd hear this in the background. Quick, 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 quick. It was a brand new one. Brand new. Brand new, yeah. Where did you get it from? Or you don't want to expose uh, family, that information? Family Dodge, Family Dodge, the Automall, South Philly. Oh wow! Did you take it back? Like I, I guess uh, it's not like a pair of jeans, or a pair of skinny jeans, uh, where you can just <laughs> go back to the store and return them. But I well, I wound up getting a brand new one, and so far this is running two days in a row without any incident. Without issue. I mean, I hope. I mean, so, I hope. I mean. The funny thing is, every time I did it, they gave me a rental car, and each rental car was worse than the prior one. I can remember the one time the windows didn't go up on the one. I'm getting rained on as I'm driving. Oh the my god! And that, and that, and that, and that hair, and that hair can't afford to get rained on. I mean, it's it's uh it's thinning out as we speak. Yeah, you Craig, don't want that. Though. You don't want Craig, that. Craig, have you seen his hair recently? No. He's got nine hairs on his head, and seven of them are dead. I mean, it's it's not good times right now for team Tom, for team Tom. I, I comb my hair with a ballpoint pen now. Black, of course. Now, now this new this new card, this new card, does it have um? Does it uh? Like, oh, what are some of the? It's all the bell, it's got all the bells and whistles. Like, like now, now, now you bought, bought it in the winter. Does that yeah. mean it has heated seats? Got it what? Does it have heated seats because you bought it in the winter? See, yes, most it does. Times, yes, it does. It does see, have heated seats. Yeah. You know why? Because mo- see, if you bought that car in July, you probably wouldn't have heated seats. Do you really believe that? Are you really that right. obtuse that you believe that? I mean, I don't know if I'm that obtuse. I mean, I'll look that up later. But, I mean, um, Tom, what does that uh, – Craig, what does obtuse mean? Craig, uh, not – yeah, not not with it. Yeah, not yeah, not sharp. Is that kind of like a tri- – is that not Ignorant. like a triangle? Well, an obtuse, an obtuse angle is less – it's more than 90 degrees, so you're obviously not sharp like a sharp angle. <laughs> sharp angle. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but your forehead's getting a lot of angles uh, more and more every day. <laughs> He's combing his hair with a ballpoint pen. Um, all right, Tom. Listen, we gotta let you go. We have a uh, we have a better call on the line. All right, Clay. Have a good day, and uh, Mike. Uh, <laughs> I'll see you around. <laughs> see you, see you, Tom. You're the best.
So from one to the other, Elwood, is this you, bud? Of course. I thought, I'm calling in now because they'll get a guest or they'll get somebody calling in to talk about Skinny Jeans. I'm not going to get on, and I'm like, uh-uh, talking to my boys. Uh-huh. Yep, yeah. that's it. Uh, 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 he's going to call about gloating about the Colts who who oh, sneak let's out. Talk who about sne- that game. Who I had sneak had out another things. win. A sneak out another. I mean, they're, they're oh. living on the edge. Sneak. No, sneak. no, no. Sneak. Put that. Put the beer down till the show's <laughs> over. Oh, I had great seats. JJ Watt. I could just see him just getting angry the whole game. It was great. Andrew. Andrew just had JJ Watt going frown face the whole game. It was great. And um no, Andrew has ice water in his veins, man. He turned it on. Texans no hope. I mean it was like last week. Andrew just pulled it out. You knew we were gonna win it. I mean just oh Colts got a good team this year. You know, I mean when Andrew wants to win it, he can win it. Sometimes he runs out of time, like with the Steelers and and then I don't know what happened with the Pats. That was just a meltdown or something. What happened but, uh, what happened what happened to the Eagles? I'm <laughs> I'm sorry, why I'm on a in a car phone from eighty seven. Um but uh no, I don't know what happened with that game, but oh that was a sweet game today. I mean they just dominated. You know, they have never won in Indianapolis ever. Yeah, I heard that I heard that since that. their conception. And so everyone there was like, Yes, don't you know, it's sweet. They have never ever won in Indianapolis. So it's like yeah, and Andrew just beat them down. It was a good game, guys. Well, that, that, I wish I could have went to that game last week. Now we're going to need a favor from you. If the if the Cowboys somehow beat the Eagles tonight, we're going to need the Colts to knock off the Cowboys. Yeah, that's going to be huge. Oh yeah, that's not going to be. That'll be easy. Because you know, you know why Tony Romo can't throw a dollar in a wishing well? Because his fourth <laughs> quarter always gets intercepted. But, oh man, there it is. There it is. <laughs> Intercepted by that fourth quarter, but um, no, I don't think I don't, I don't see. I think the Eagles will win tonight. I, I like Sanchez, so I'm, I'm not too worried about it. You know, I think he's a good quarterback. I think they just pulled him too early. They wanted results yesterday, and sometimes you got to wait. Sometimes you got to wait. You know, sometimes it's like liquor. Sometimes it's not the world's best liquor, but if you put it on the shelf for a few years, it ain't too bad. That's kind of with quarterbacks. You know, they may not be too great out of the run, but give them some time. You know. I go to Wild. I go to a Trader Joe's, get some wine, throw it on the shelf a couple of years, try it. You know, very rarely is it good right off the bat, but yeah, you know, give it some time. So, I think um, that that's we'll see. I mean, I think you can tell pretty much if they're going to be a lousy quarterback, but it's kind of hard to tell if they're going to be a good quarterback. I know that doesn't make sense, but it's true. Like, you know, Menzel, we're kind of getting the tip off now. He's the new Brady Quinn. But I never got that with Sanchez. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but man, I mean, just whiny butts. Yeah, they are constantly. You know what? I know I'm in Indianapolis, but it's kind of like White Sox fans. It's about the Cubs. It's about the Cubs. Whiny, whiny, whiny. That's kind of how Jets fans are with the Giants and everything. You know, shut up. Now that's a good team. Are so annoying. Now that's a good point. I I mean, you you know, going going through uh, especially with baseball. You know, Chicago, you have the – is that – who do you follow? Do you follow the Cubs? Uh, my my loyalties are wishy-washy. My, uh, I'm from Indianapolis, and kind of we have a saying here, our team is that one team in the future that hasn't got here yet. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Baltimore, yeah, but... Mayflower truck standing by. I follow – I vary. So I follow the Diamondbacks for a while now. I kind of been following the Mets because I like David Wright. But like I said, my loyalties are pretty shaky. It's uh, 
Yeah. Well, I like, like kind of like your football knowledge with the Colts. My football knowledge is excellent. <laughs> I know it all, buddy. Just because they got lucky with that game with the Eagles, don't give me that, please. That was horrible. I had tears in my eyes. I mean, I could see losing to the Pats, but man, the Eagles. Yeah, that don't get me wrong. I like the Eagles as long as they're not playing the Colts. But yeah, I don't Sorry, know, I man. The, the, the Patriots look pretty good today too, man. Yeah, yeah. they. Colts will handle him. Look, Andrew Luck, every time he's playing Tom Brady, I'm seeing the kid thinking. He's getting it. He's breaking it down. It was like that game with Big Ben. Big Ben was playing out of his mind, but Luck was matching him, matching him. If that game had went on much longer, Luck would have won. The kid was starting to get his number. And Luck's starting to get better with Brady. He's starting to get his number. He's he's getting it. I mean, every time that Brady goes up against Luck, Luck's getting it. You know, it's just That's a matter right. of time. Now you look Good at, point. I mean, you, you look at the, the Patriots game today. You put up 41 points. Brady only has two touchdowns. That's that's what is impressive about the the Patriots mm-hmm. is they can they can kind of beat you so many different ways. And Miami's not a bad defense. They've been playing well this year, and to kind of put up 41 points against them, that it's the, this is what I always talk about with football. The, as the season goes, you know, the scary teams are the ones that like like Seattle right now, who's just kind of going on that tear. They're getting better and better and better going into the playoffs. And, you know, are the Eagles that? I think the Colts, you know, they're getting better and better and better. But New England is just – they're, they're almost a level be above everyone in terms of just what they're capable well, of doing. And you said that about Green Bay, but you, you go away, away from, from Lambeau. Yeah, yeah, you get Green Bay away from Lambeau, they're uh... – they're in trouble now. Now, Elwood, how bad are the Pacers this year? What, what's their, what are they doing? Oh, God, it's miserable. Oh, no, it's miserable. Do you want to come here? You want to you come to Philly? Oh, no, Watch New Orleans go out play? We have miles to you guys' team. We have, two, we have two wins, and they blew an 18-point lead with seven minutes to go in the game last night. Kev, they well, they were gave up last... me false hopes because when they played their first game, one of the first games the Pacers had was with them, and the Pacers killed them. I thought, hey, we're going to be okay with all these injuries. Uh, but, uh, but you know what? As a Pacer fan, though, I, what reason I'm not crying into my beer is it's a case of we got a lot of key people hurt. So once we have these Paul key George. People come back. Yeah, once uh, these key, key people come back, we're going to be good again. Where you guys, you know, there's no light at the end of that tunnel. That tunnel just keeps yeah, going down forever. Yeah, we have Joel Embiid on our bench. You have Paul George. I think there's uh Yeah, but you know what the good thing for you guys is? If you guys finish bad and get a decent pick this year, and then you get everybody back oh, yeah, next year, yeah. like, that's how, like that's how you're going to get good. They're going to – I mean, even better. Here's the thing. The Sixers are, gonna, are, are doing what they're going to do right now. They're going to tank. They're going to be awful. And you're going to get, you know, Indiana, Indiana you're going to get the Sixers, you're going to get maybe the Bucks. Those teams kind of in the back of the uh, draft lottery, and the Sixers are going to lose it again. And the Indiana is end up going to get the first pick. And right. it's like what you do all this. That's what I don't like the whole the crazy tanking for. Like you have to be building towards something because there's just it's, you're relying on a ball, like a flip of a coin. Yeah. It's like to get that to get that top pick. So it's just it's crap to me. I just, I think you know you have to build through the draft. You have to get lucky too, and when you when you're relying on luck and not Andrew, but when you're relying luck. on luck, yeah, all real luck, <laughs> all then uh, it's, it's a problem. All luck, like sky letters with like people posing with him, yeah. Oh man, it must be nice to have. It must be nice to have a young, good quarterback. We don't know, but you know, we don't know what we have. With we don't know quite yet what we have. Kevin got his picture with him. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Okay. Now, Mike, you hit the you hit uh, you had a good point there. You don't know what you have with Foles, and that's why this injury is so frustrating. Because everyone thought you know you'd see what you have, but no one's seen it yet because you had him with a shaky offensive line, 
And now it's like, okay, if he comes back, you're not going to see him. So now you have to, you're, you're prolonging. Are you going to go and get, uh, <clears throat> are you, you going, going and, and getting a Heisman, Heisman winner? Are you going to, you know, keep, keep waiting on foals? Like what, what's, what's every, what's going to happen here? And that's why this year was frustrating because you didn't really see foals and you, it still could be flashing a pan and people still could doubt him. So that's why I look at it as a little frustrating to kind of see, uh, to, for this injury to happen because you really have no idea what's coming in the future. And now I feel like you have to give a whole nother year to Foles next year to kind of be like, okay, is he our guy? Yeah, you need one, you need one more year for sure. Yeah. Wait, you don't want to get rid of people prematurely because, I mean, if you can get a good quarterback, that's that's all half of a team. I mean, like that game in Ohio last week, I mean, luck won that. He just got ice water in his blank. I mean, but like today, it was all luck. You know, what we have with the guys just – wins. I mean, you get a quarter. I am so happy because those chowder eaters on the East Coast, Tom Brady is going to keep winning and keep winning, and Tom Brady's going to lift his little hat and tip it to New England and say, oh, I'm off to make commercials, and away he goes. They won't have a draft pick. They've lost Tom Brady. They're going to suck, 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 and the AFC's going to be all yeah. cold. And You're I right cannot about that. wait to rub it in their face. Every, oh, I... I hate people from Boston. I mean, they are so rude yeah. when they come here. I mean, nasty. Don't you people's got this, and don't you people's shut up, God. No, we don't have Dunkin' Donuts. They suck. Be... They tried them here. They failed. I, <laughs> There's I, no Dunkin' Donuts there? They're, really? Well, they're intermittently. I mean, they tried to bring them here big time. Everybody's like, it's just fast food donuts. A $4 cheap sandwich, a $12, you know. Is there a Starbucks? There? Is there a Starbucks there? Oh yeah, Starbucks. Now Starbucks here is very I, now that there's a Starbucks in the Pacers arena now. It's like, dish. See, like but, to, Dunkin' Donuts. They, I was down in I was down in D.C. Uh, visiting my in-laws, and my wife's just like, uh, the Eagles won on Thanksgiving, and we were out on Friday. She's like, let's. She's like, there's a Dunkin' Donuts. Let's like stop and get a free coffee. I was just like, no. I was like, it's not going to work here. I was like, we're in D.C. It's not. Yeah. The, the, it only works in Philadelphia. And she's like, really. Yeah. Yeah, whenever the Colts, whenever the Colts um, intercept somebody on the other team, or they sack the quarterback, or whatever, Subway here will give you a free sandwich, a free six inch. So, you know, so yeah, it's regional. It was so funny back in 2011. IHOP had this deal: when the Colts win, you win, and any time the Colts won, you got a free breakfast at IHOP if you bought a breakfast. And that was the year. Remember, we tanked and only won that one game. Yeah, and we were all rolling got, on Then that you got Andrew Luck. Yeah. 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 Shocking, shockingly, obesity is still on the rise in the Midwest. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, we're not the healthiest bunch. But, I mean, donut shops here, people <laughs> like regional donut shops that are kind of mom and pop. The chains yeah. tried to move in over the years, but they fade out. I remember Anderson got like three Dunkin' Donuts, two or I think it was two, a couple near the casino, all gone. It's just they did, they don't take off here. You know, I do think their coffee sells pretty good in the grocery store, but other than that, it's kind of like, eh, no. But I know East Coast people thrive on it. It was so funny. Whenever they were having cartoons bashing the Patriots, they always got a Dunkin' Donut in their hand or something here. You know? <laughs> it's funny. Oh, hey, guys, guys, get this. Um, on the uh, St. Elmo's um, shrimp eating, uh, cocktail eating contest, Joey Chestnut won it again. Did he really? Yeah. I went down. What they do what is they, it's just like Nathan's hot dog eating contest, except it's St. Elmo's instead of Nathan's, and instead of hot dogs, it's shrimp cocktails. But it's, you know, the barker and the hat and the tents. I mean, it's a big extravaganza, just like out there. And Joey Chestnut wanted it again. I'm like, dang it. Yeah, but I feel, like you can, I feel like you can eat a lot of shrimp, though. Like, shrimp are pretty easy to eat, right? Yeah, but it's Joey Chestnut. was like, my hands are so cold. 
Oh. But you know what's funny is he almost got smoked by a little Asian gal, and I thought, why is it the, the black, people the black Asian black widow. Widow. always the black widow. win these eating contests? The Black Widow <laughs> yeah. was that is that the Asian girl, the Black Widow? I didn't catch her name. I mean, I didn't really pay much real, attention. Real, ti- real tiny, right? Yeah, that's a small girl. Yeah. Yeah, yep. but there was seems like a small Asian gal that could g- give him a run for his money. But um, he wore gloves this year, and he said he did a little bit better. I thought, oh, okay, yeah, it's it's fun. Well, it's so funny when they were talking about it. I thought, yeah, you're going to come up with a, a company like Nathan's, and you're going to have something as big as a shrimp or a big as a hot dog in Indiana. I thought, uh, and then they had the St. Elmo. Show. I thought, well, they certainly showed me. <laughs> Wingball, that's great. Wingball, yeah. Right, um, oh, we got We actually have to yes, run. We got do. a couple other things to get to, but we appreciate you calling in tonight. Uh, enjoy the Eagles game, and we'll talk to you next week. And, and listen, when do the Colts play the Cowboys? Is that next week or yeah, next yeah, week? Next week. Yeah, next week. Yeah, where is that? Where is that? Where is that game? Is that game? I think it's probably there because the one was here in Indy. Yeah, so. I think it's there. Uh, okay, it so it's there. I will be the biggest Colts fan well, ever next week. Well, that's week. good because the Colts, uh, the Cowboys don't play as well at home, so that's good. I'm going to send that picture to Andrew Luck to get signed <laughs> for next week so I can hang you it should, up there. You should. Hey, you know, I got Pat McAfee's autographed picture in a rummage cell once. I was there, and I was like, really? is this real? And the guy said, yeah, I got it at a training camp. Sweet. He said, I said, what do you want for it? He said, oh, a dollar. So I thought, whoa, sweet. So, yeah, right. it's, i got to love rummages. Okay, guys. All right, we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. See you later. All right, there he was, Elwood from Indiana, giving us our, uh, the update on the who's, the Pacers. Who's Pat McAfee? You don't know who Pat McAfee is? Who is he? He's Pat McAfee. Yeah, there was Elwood giving you. us the update on the Pacers, the Colts, and the um, shrimp eating contest that Joey Chestnut won. Always good stuff from Elwood. Um, now, now I'm exhausted. <laughs> There's two calls in a row. I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> um, how many? How many? How many? Like realistically, like how many hot dogs do you think you could eat in? Like how many? In a sitting? Like no. See, so yeah, dude, I feel like if I go to like a game or whatever, I feel like I can bang down five hot dogs. I can probably go like six, seven, maybe eight hot dogs. But the... how many do you think you could eat in? Say, how many do you think you could eat in? Say. Five minutes. See, I'm not. I'm not, not a, a speed. I'm okay. not a fast eater. Like okay. I kind of eat slow and. I'm methodical, but I'll just eventually get there. That which, I mean, I would never be good in one of these things. I'm too afraid of choking. I'm I'm big on like anti-choking. My daughter sits there. I'm just like cut her food in a little bite. She's going to be 19 years old. I'm going to be like, like yeah, yeah. She's going to be eating her hot dogs Kibbles like cut up. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little I'm a little nervous about that. Oh, all right. Trifecta. Trifecta. Don from Fairfax calling in. We got a busy show today. Well, Don, how are you? I'm I'm great. How are you guys doing? We're well. We're, we're tired. <laughs> yeah, I, I just, you know, you mentioned something about uh, when you and your wife were in D.C. and the free coffee. Do you, do you know, if the, the Redskins win, tell Tom from Palmyra, go to the Jeep dealer because they give out free Jeeps every Redskins win. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's great. That's a good promotion. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Right. yeah. So, did you actually go in and try to get a coffee? <laughs> No, Sarah, like, she, Sarah was just like, okay, we we should grab one. I was just like, we're we're not, in, it's not going to work here. I was like, it's only in Philadelphia, so uh, we we had to actually pay for our own coffee. So she was pretty upset uh, about, she was bummed about that. Now, so that, you, that, you're getting your picture taken with Andrew Luck? Yeah, I got a, I got a. Apparently, I got a new picture taken with Andrew Luck. It was pretty, uh, it was it was pretty sweet. So uh, Elwood Elwood sent it over. It was photoshopped. But uh, it, it it did the trick. I I, I enjoy it. I I like looking. 
he superimposed himself over uh, one of my college teammates, so that was fun. Oh, well, you know, with with that beard, doesn't he look like he should be on Breaking Amish? that's a really bad beard yeah that is a bad i don't understand i never got the the lack of mustache like the abe lincoln style yeah abe lincoln did it well but i just i just can't imagine that in this day and age you know people doing i mean people you know guys used to rock rock complete sideburns it was like there was no even beard it was just sideburns connected like neck beards and stuff like that's what it was that's that's frightening to me that anyone would find that uh yeah, that's as bad as a chin strap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the so the so the Redskins went down today to the Giants. Just another I just another you know, I didn't see the game. Colt, Colt McCoy got hurt apparently. Yeah, apparently. last week he got he had a neck injury and then they I guess cleared him to play cuz he started and then I heard that RG3 came in and of course they lost again. So you know it's going to be another three and thirteen year, because they're not going to beat the Eagles or the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. But the, the Giants were their last hope for a win. Yeah, that's tough, especially and you know you have uh, he goes down, RG three comes in. I watched you know he do- dives for the touchdown. He's fumbling the ball as he dives. He doesn't have complete possession. Goes in the end zone and loses the ball out of bounds. Who wanted the touchdown? They reviewed it. They didn't give it to him, and a you know huge melee followed. But I think the right well, he, call was made. Like He's like that seventh grader that throws up the hook shot. He got so excited that he saw the goal line, he started dropping yeah. the ball. <laughs> he's like Nerland's Noel. That's right. Yeah. It's a football Nerland's Noel. Yeah, he's a football Nerland's Noel. That's Yeah, that's that's a bad situation over there. And, and, you know, we talked about with the Sixers. And I think the Redskins and the Sixers are a good comparison because it's what happens when you stockpile draft picks and when you stockpile all this kind of waiting and then, you know, you make a big trade, trade all those, a lot of your assets to get RG3, and he doesn't end up being the guy. That's what, you know, that's the scary thing that, that I think we're going through in Philadelphia. It's like you don't know who's who. You don't, uh, with the Sixers, you, you're giving up a lot. You're doing, you're wasting people's time, wasting people's money, and wasting people's patience. And suddenly, you know, what's going to be the end, end decision? You have no idea. And, you know, some of these guys, you look at Nerlens Noel, he's not really looking that strong. Michael Carter-Williams puts up a triple-double, but still, I mean, and it's tough because he's by himself, but, you know, it takes the, his shot selection's not always the best. And, you know, Mike talked about it. Mike and I were talking about uh, Nerl, uh, Michael Carter-Williams, and he's the, he's the only player that you have a triple-double, and you're, you're like, he didn't really play well. Yeah, he Kevin, yeah. That, did you watch that game last night? A little bit. Well, he was great in the first three quarters. The fourth quarter in overtime, had to get like six turnovers, mm-hmm. shot a bad three that was just a, a total brick. Then out of control, he was just out of control. They're 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 just a nightmare right now. Now, do you put that as as he's trying to do too much with with the team he has, but, and yeah. he sees the win in front but, of him? Yeah, but Kev, the, they were up by about nine at the time, with the probably about four minutes left, and he just dribbled the ball right down and shot a quick three. Yeah. So to me, like you have to be smart there. You're, you want to use, you know, you, you want to use a little bit of the shot clock there. Yeah, that's true. So, so I, yeah, the 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 Redskins of the North, the Philadelphia Seventy Sixers. So it has well, to be, be frustrating. It'll be interesting when those two play. Yeah, Sixers, the Sixers and Redskins. Sixers and Redskins. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna have a baseball game. <laughs> Charity softball game. Someone's gotta win. That's, that's it. Jeeps for everybody that day. Jeeps. That's it. Jeeps for everybody. Jeeps and free coffee. You can't, you can't beat it. No. Well, I, I really do have to run. 
uh, we ordered Chinese tonight, and the guy's banging on the door. Hurry up, Greg. He might be disoriented. He might be disoriented. <laughs> Grab that door. All right, Don, thanks. Right, thanks. Have a good Wait. one. Bye-bye. Don, Don banging down a little egg foo young right now, getting ready for the Eagles game. Every time, every time you there's like some minority that's mentioned, and you start talking, I sit there and like I sit there and like tap my hands. Which, which like, ones are oh going to be here? Comes. Oh God, what's going to get a shutdown? It's, it's coming. So uh, you know, talking talked a little bit about the Sixers. Now, I have to, we, there's a story that came out this week, and it's like this. It's mind boggling to me. But apparently, uh, Sidney Crosby. There's like all these players in the NHL who are apparently getting the mumps. I didn't even know the mumps were still a thing. I thought I thought the mumps were just like a fictional, something like they're real. The mumps, yeah, or the measles. No, it's the mumps, and I don't know what. But hockey, I dude, they said you'll never, you'll never smell anything as disgusting oh, as hockey equipment. It's awful. Like um, the hockey, I when we when I was playing in Roanoke, like the the facility, we shared it with the Roanoke Express, the minor league team there, and uh, the it, their locker room, like there was a door. The kind of in the hallway of like the outsk- of like the locker room area, there was a door that you went through, and like that's that half of the uh, arena locker rooms were were designated for hockey, and it smelled awful even before you went in the locker room. And when they had a game, like we would we would practice or something like that, and they they'd be packing up or they the the ice would be down, or we'd go and watch them play. I've never smelled something that bad, and it, the locker room itself was even worse because. It's like you can't wa- you can't wash all these pads. Like they have pads, and you know, I th- I think you look at the uh, you look at the 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 NFL and like the pads are all plastic kind of now, and they they have padding, but it's like you know, to the technology. But right now, I look at the I look at the the hockey, and it's just it's pretty disgusting how how they're padding. They still kind of have that that like material padding and. I don't know. That's just it's just gross yeah, to me. To it smells. Yeah, so it just smells bad. bad. And like the hockey, the pads of the 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 goalie pads and stuff, and the helmets. I don't know. I just I, I don't know. I because I've been in an NFL locker room and I've been in a in a in a hockey locker room, and it's a complete difference. And I'm not really sure why that is, but it's disgusting. I mean, and they smell bad. But getting back to the mumps, I don't really know what the hell's going on with that. It's like. I, I, are the mumps? I don't even know what the mumps are. Like, it's, I feel like it's a virus. It's like not you can't treat it. There's like no. I feel like there's there's no cure for it. But it's like I guess it's airborne. I don't really know what. I don't know enough about mumps to to really comment on this. But there's measles too, right? Like, don't yeah. don't they kind of go together? Measles and mumps, or no? Am I making that I up? I guess I don't even know what measles are. What are measles? I feel like they're just contagious diseases that like disgusting people get. Like it's like the plague. Like uh, I, know, I know what weasels are. <laughs> There's one on TV right now. <laughs> He's talking. God. I mean, Donald McNabb looks. How about you? How about you mix in a mix in a go mix in a run here and there. I don't know. He's not. I don't know. His like face looks enormous. Oh, 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 yeah, mixing a salad or something, yeah. Well, he was always a big dude. He was. But you know what, dude, I was looking at Ben... He looks skinny elsewhere. But I was looking at Ben Ben Roethlisberger. I was looking at Ben Roethlisberger in the interview. Like, he's just got a big dome, man. He does have a big dome. A big head. What do you do when you're, like, the equipment man? (laughs) You need, like, an extra... I don't don't know, man. He can't borrow someone else's helmet. He's not getting into this thing. You are. (laughs) 
I think your daughter might be able to, and I think that's it. Harper, yeah. Yeah. Him and Terrell, her, her and Terrell Davis. Those are the two. So, yeah, the uh, Sidney Crosby diagnosed with uh, the mumps. Uh, you know, Marietta wins the uh, Heisman in a landslide. I think a lot of people kind of saw that coming. Uh, yeah. Manziel starts his first game, gets pounded 30 to nothing, intercepted twice Yeah, but today. like Troy Aikman said, uh, Troy Aikman said, that yeah, was much better than Troy's first game. So I'm not ready to rule out. Like, yeah. everybody wants to see this guy fail because of his arrogance and he's uh-huh. just a cocky douche, but I'm not ruling him out yet. I mean, it's his first NFL game, real action, not the preseason, live speed, playing against first stringers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, 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 think, I think the Browns should – not sure what you're doing right now, but I think the Browns should play in the next two games. To be honest with you, I yeah. mean, just see what you have. I mean, you're just not going anywhere. See what you have. Yeah. Play the next two games. And you're way, right. That way you can kind of just go forward. All right, we well, let's go with Hoyer. Let's go with him. Uh huh. Um, you know, I, I don't know, but I don't like the guy. But I'm not ready. To, I'm not ready to rule him out. You know? Yeah, the worst ever. Yet. Yeah. Now, final story of the night uh, we want to hit on tonight. Uh, you have the Kobe Bryant. Obviously, someone was in there filming uh, with a cell phone. His tirade at the end of practice. I didn't see that. Goes off. Uh, Kobe goes off. Uh, you know, Mitch Kupchick is in there, and uh, the walking off the walking off the court. Apparently, there was he was talking trash the entire game, uh, uh, the entire practice, and he hasn't been practicing a lot because he's been really you know banged up, and he's been just playing in games. And he's fifty. Yeah, so he goes and practices, and you know, obviously the best player out there, but. He looked at it as Kobe was looking at it as the guys weren't practicing hard enough, and he's like, "This is ridiculous." But that, like, you know, no wonder we're so bad. So he goes off, you know, throwing throwing s's s h s h's and f bombs out mm-hmm. there, saying, uh, you know, that you know he needs to, you need to put him with people better than this. He goes up, to, you know, saying like, "You're you gotta you gotta do better than this." Almost insinuating that oh. to Mitch Kupchak. That, oh, you know what, Kobe? You know what? You know what? Then watch this. Twenty-three million or whatever he makes mm-hmm. where you can't sign anybody. Do it, Duncan and Davitsky did. Cut your salary in half, and then maybe you can go out and sign some people. But guess what? Yeah, you're playing with Swaggy P because you're making twenty-five million this mm-hmm. year. Have fun. Hope you lose every freaking game. You, you petulant bastard. <laughs> I hate that guy. See, I I, I look at it, uh, and I heard some funny stories about Kobe uh, from guys that played were in training camp with him, like his teammates, uh, and and I think he he's. Not the best teammate to have, obviously, but he's also. People said the same thing about Jordan, uh, but the the whole uh, the and that's the whole thing. We talked about this. If the if the if everything was around when Jordan was there, it would be a different story. There would be a lot more stories about Jordan doing the same thing, and I think that's how people get pushed. And I think you know sometimes you need that kick in the butt. But I totally agree with you. You can't make that much money and then complain to the general manager. That's the only thing I saw wrong with the whole situation. Yeah. Everything else, I was like, good. You yell at your teammates. Like, they're not performing well, what they're the supposed to What's the coach doing while he's young? Shouldn't the coach be saying, yo, guys, we're not practicing hard enough? Like, why does Kobe have to step in? Because, I guess, uh, I, I don't know. Who's, who's coaching Lakers now? I don't, Byron Scott. Is Byron Scott the coach? All right. Yeah, I mean, then where's Byron Scott? Yeah, he is the coach. He's the coach. Then, then why isn't Byron Scott stepping in and saying, you know what, guys, we're not going to, like, why does Kobe have to do it? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I you're, like you're, this, I mean, that's like Zoe Schlessel stepping into your practice last year and going, guys, we're not going hard enough. Well, Byron Scott, here's the thing, like, and this is this is why I feel like until before Phil left, uh, Phil had that control and Phil had that respect because he'd won before. You get and all these all the other coaches that they brought in, 
it's been I feel like Kobe doesn't want a coach that's going to overpower him and that's going to tell him anything. So it's it almost becomes like Kobe can do what he wants and uh, they go on and and he doesn't want the coach to ever say like he wants to be the one running the show. But it's tough to do. And you wonder why the practice is down, but you haven't really practiced all year. And I understand it's a it's a it's a product of the situation. So you can't go and yell that they need better players when, you know, you haven't practiced all year and you're going through this whole entire thing where you're not practicing and you're not bringing the intensity up every week. You can't get that frustrated and say, like, they need to get they need to go, you know, they need to go a different direction. So Kobe was a a little out of line. I like that he's pushing his team, but there's a you know, there's a. You can't. Everything about the practice was fine, but you know, yelling out, yelling out that they need to do better. I think that's a little uh, that's a little arrogant, and I think that's a little much for his on his part. I'd like to thank the sponsors tonight for uh, Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. Just a phone call away eight 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 four five eight two nine two eight. Integrated Play and Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic field, contact Renee two six nine seven six zero three eight five seven. Finally, Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. Also a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. Hit us up on Twitter at the match underscore up zone. Uh, we appreciate all the follows. We appreciate all the, in, uh, uh, the input that you guys are giving. We appreciate you guys uh, emailing. Keep them coming. We're going to keep trying to improve. Uh, the Christmas show next week, a little holiday party, Mike and I. Uh, might be doing the show Saturday night. Maybe we'll stick with Sunday. But regardless, we'll be doing a holiday show and drinking some uh, cocktails while we do so. Uh, Mike and Kevin, coming to you live. We will be uh, seeing you guys next week. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we will see you guys for the day before. What is it? Two days before Christmas? Three days before Christmas? We're, we're almost there. Christmas is Thursday. We're almost there. We're almost there. We'll see you guys later. Good, Happy, happy shopping. Happy last full week of work. Thank you.